0: hey what's up everyone and welcome back to another episode here on the Matt liststallia show today i I feel like I'm gonna kick off today's episode with uh I don't know if you guys have ever seen like the family Guy episodes but where uh Peter does they do like a news flash of Peter and it's like what grinds my gears and like i I feel like that's gonna be a normal segment in in these shows because there are hilarious things that within this niche within what we do here and and why we come together uh, there are people in the community and there are people that say things that are uh that i don't know grind my gears <laughs> so this is and it, oftentimes and it seems like the theme right now which the theme right now that i've been picking up on is is you're enough like you're just you're enough you're beautiful just how you are and don't you ever change a thing in that beautiful little head of yours i hate it i hate that coddling bs approach to self-help or motivation or grit like i think that it's i think that it's worthless i think that it's it serves no purpose um i i i think that it's great to tell people that if you if you try to flip it to the point where are like no i'm telling people that they're they're good enough to try I'm like okay that's sure sure you're good enough to try let's okay now that that's out of the way uh if that was ever a question now know that you're you're always good enough to try to not be awful like that's i feel like that's a baseline understanding like you don't have to accept how absolutely terrible you are at some aspects of your life right now um are, do you do you feel better are you do you feel more ready to engage uh in, in the pursuit of of betterment and improvement and progress of, of yourself now <laughs> now that you've been granted the permission uh, now that you know you're good enough and this is uh this is one of those this is one of those i i, I came across this this memes uh and it said to the women who are labeled and so already I, I already this is already designed to be provocative because it's specifically to the women, but then then backed with this era uh, or aura of of support and and you're just awesome. But it's to the women who are labeled and that's real big at top in black, big, black, bold letters. Um, and then it goes down into a list where it says, if you're labeled aggressive, keep being assertive. If you're labeled bossy, keep on leading. Difficult? keep telling the truth, too much, keep taking up space, I love, I love that one, it's my personal favorite, because, what, (laughs) I don't know, the women out there, have you ever been told by, by somebody that matters in the business, by a boss, you're just, you're too, you're just too much. Okay. Listen, like your personality is really big and it's just a little too much. Like, I just don't see that being a thing, but maybe it is, you know, maybe that's, that's the patriarchy working on my behalf that I've never seen that never in my years of, of working in the restaurant industry of working in the automotive industry of working in from, from, from my basic training, for the next 12 years in the military have never seen or never heard that said from a man to a woman in the workplace and now in a year in sales never never like okay sure i've it's this is that is what the definition of straw manning is it's coming up with stuff but sure that's cool um yeah keep, keep taking up space So awkward, are you awkward? Are you labeled awkward? Keep asking hard questions because that's, that's what makes you awkward. Yeah, that's asking those hard questions, just awkward. (laughs) Uh, It can be, I get, I get the point and I get like, I get the energy. I think that this is, there's a lot of good here. I think the problem is, is when you take a message like this, which is really, really good um and you try to you try to formulate it and you try to create it and mold it in a way that is to be sent out to the masses i think that that's that's where i get tripped up on this because really truly i can see each one of these being being mislabeled to a woman or to to any person that's part of the thing that grinds my gears about this too like this this is true for the dudes out there too man like if you're being labeled aggressive and you're just... You're a go-getter. Like, keep go-getting. Same thing for the women, obviously. But that's... The, where I think that this is the problem, like I was just saying, the, the, where structurally this is wrong is that it is it is a mass blast. And so, I feel like this is a great one-on-one tool to use with, like, a friend. Like, somebody that you know. Like, man, like, I can't believe it. I I, just, I go to work and I try to be really uh, you know, full of energy and excitement, I try to, like, lift people up, and, and, and motivate people, and, and I just, my supervisor said, you know, you're just a little too much, like, you just, let's take it down a few notches, and I just feel like that's mean, and, and I don't feel like I can be me now, like, if that's a thing that's happening, then this, this is a great conversational piece, almost instructional for friends to support, like, hey, Listen, you keep taking up that space. What What is he going to do? He's going to tell you to stop being excited about work? He's going to tell you to stop, stop coming in with zest and, and with smiles and high-fiving and hugging people? Like, that's okay. Like, you know, fight each one of those battles. He's he's on losing ground because you're the one bringing in positive energy at the end of it. And, and that is infectious. And it's a good thing. And so you can use this as a tool there. But the problem is... So you, you go back to like the aggressive and, and keep being assertive. Uh, we're getting real dicey here. We're getting to a spot where this is going out to, to anybody who receives it. And if, and if somebody's, if somebody's at work and they're, they're having a problem that is related to their behavior, um, whether it's, it's a self-created problem or it's a problem imposed or, or, or that somebody has with that person because of the way that they're acting, it's it's important to understand that there are limits, right? Like there is you might be having a hard time at work and might be being called aggressive because you're being too aggressive. Like this I just I don't know if you're aware that's possible. It's possible this is actually a problem for guys and for women. So, I don't like this because I feel like it gives people, like, the easy out to... And, and here's the thing. You're like, this is a meme. It doesn't really matter, man. It's just someone's going to read it and they're going to feel good and move on. This is the problem. It's an idea. Ideas are extremely powerful. I actually love the uh, the movie V for Vendetta. I just watched it again uh, within the last year with, with Yasmin and... It was so good. It's one of those that you just, you can rewatch, you know, one of those once a year, once every couple of years, you just kind of throw back into the queue because it's so freaking good. But he talks about how ideas are are bulletproof and there's a whole big, uh, big scene of it at the end um, where, where he goes into the power of ideas and how invulnerable they are as opposed to humans. And so that's, that's the reason that I take this seriously is because, it's an idea and what it does is it's not like somebody's going to go to work and say oh I I I'm I'm going to keep being aggressive in this way because I saw that meme that said that it's being assertive what it does is it connects those dots it connects that assertive the positive connotations that your mind already has with assertiveness and it and now it attaches the the negative reality, the negative uh, feedback that you're getting from aggression, and it's tying it to it and saying, okay, well, when I'm getting this negative feedback at work, I'm actually tying that to a positive emotion, to a positive connotation with ass- with assertion, with assertiveness, and that's that's an issue. Like you're 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 going to you're going to create a very inhospitable environment for progress and growth and I'm I'm using all of a professional kind of setting but really this is really great for for like interpersonal relationships too this is really significant there because you don't want to be building up these these walls and these or this foundation of your approach of interaction with others with collaboration with communication with participation based on this this faulty wiring where like you've shortcut the mental process uh to not shortcut but you've shorted that I'm sorry I'm I'm like really trying to work this electrical analogy because in my head it works and so I'm trying to trying to make this as simple as possible so if you have like a wire that's running you know from a switch to a light And you flip the switch uh, that is you are on, right? Let's say you're being aggressive. I flip my aggressive switch on. So my aggression runs through and the light turns on. The light is my interaction. Maybe negative interactions with people where there ends up being yelling and belittling or whatever. You know, let's let's call that my aggression. That is the end state of that. So now (laughs) I've, I've accidentally arced some of that power from that line to to this other feeling or like where it keeps going where and there's assertion like oh but this is this is good and so this light turns on and it actually goes and it turns on this other light that's that's in the other room like oh that's really cool because that I that was dark over there and now it's lit up and so I that's that's my analogy I'm sick with it. I'm sticking with it I think it's good enough it's not perfect but I think it's good enough and so I, I that's that's my concern is that now we're every time we go in and we open the door and we're flipping this light switch on then we're we're kicking on all of these lights we're saying oh yeah that is not necessarily the best thing uh this this interaction doesn't really feel good it seems like they're walking away upset but uh, but look at these other but look at the other lights that are on look at this I I feel great because I'm, I'm being assertive and I know now that that light being on is a sign like I know the light in the other room is going to be on because that's how this works. I have the association with assertiveness, and it's and it's good. It's a good thing, and so that's where that's where it gets a little bit dicey and gets a little bit tricky. And I don't want people to get you know lost in this, and I don't want faulty foundations. It's like one of the most difficult things to get past is if you've actually like the the manner in which you engage with the world changes. Um, because you, you're the way that you've accepted the realities is, is what it is. And so when you accept the reality as being something that it's not like being aggressive and belittling people is assertion, like that kind of false reality. And you operate like that and you actually get successful to some extent um, then you're building up this house of cards, essentially, and it's it's going to come tumbling down because it's not the way you actually get stuff done. It's not the way that you build relationships and you you work yourself towards progress. It's not saying that like there are plenty of people that do that and have professional success, but then you look at you know their stress levels, you look at their relation, their interpersonal relationships, and, and, and this is all specifically with aggression, but it works with every single one of these that was said and then some. I think with the key. The key component here that I think is missing and that I think we really need to take into consideration is um, is the concept of asking questions. And I don't mean going and, and questioning other people and, or, or grilling people or giving somebody the third degree. I really mean that, like, I think part of my problem with this meme or this message is that it takes away questioning. It takes, it It just justifies. It just says, this is cool. You can be aggressive because it's really being assertive. If you get labeled this, it's really it really means that. Um, don't worry. Don't ask yourself. Don't ask other people around you about your behavior. Just know that you're a woman. And if someone calls you aggressive, you're just being gosh darn assertive don't you dare ask a single question about that and that's um that's that's my problem is is when you remove the aspect when you when you say that it's no longer required or no longer uh a beneficial to ask questions of yourself to verify that what you're seeing is real and what you're the way that you're acting is is righteous and i mean righteous in the way that's like most beneficial for you You know, I think that I I love the idea of a self-interested world, not a selfish world. Self-interested, one where I am constantly choosing the things that I, like the actions and and decisions that benefit me because those will benefit the people around me. So if, if I, if it is, if it is beneficial for, for me to get the promotion at work, then and because i'm going to have more money i'm going to have more responsibility i'm going to feel better about myself uh, uh that's going to trickle down to my kids and my spouse and everything you know like that's going to spread like i'm going to it's going to increase the happiness for everyone it's going to increase the quality of life for everyone and um so it's just it's not it's drawing the line before it gets to selfishness it's like okay well i'm not doing this i'm not stepping on my family in order to do it, right? Like yeah, we might not get all the time in to, in the world together. That's just part of the game. But I'm not going to be trampling, you know, my kids' dreams and opportunities so that way I can pursue mine. Right? It's it's not it's you it's working with people to accomplish what you want, not having people not not getting what you want at their expense, right? That's that's the difference between self interested and selfishness to me. So, I think it's, I think being able to go in and, and question your motives and question what you're doing is, is crucially important. And I think that there's, the power of questioning is so significant that it, it actually ends up getting taught in, obviously, you know, people who work in interrogations or people that work in intelligence have to become familiar with, with questioning um and, and how to question and and the power of questions and, and how to kind of work them along. Um, I had the opportunity to work with some, some people like that in the, in the military and during my Intel time, being able to sit down and kind of talk with them about the, some of the interrogators and talk to them about how they, how do they formulate the questions and, and being on what we would call, uh, like an an ant on the, on the analyst side, which I was, I was on. Basically, we would take all of the the pieces of information. Let's fix that. There we go. We took all of the different pieces, all the data inputs, um, and so if it was people talking to people, or if it was us collecting information through other means, you know, it's just a, all of the data points that we use to put together the the best course of action, or like to put together the the reality for the t- for our team. Um, essentially we we we'd like to view it as like a, as like a puzzle, right? And so each one of these data points, so like an interrogation might be a piece of the puzzle. Like, okay, well, they asked this guy questions. This is what he said. Like, okay, well, that's interesting. Like, I wonder if what we can do, you know, how can we work together? How can we collaborate? How can the analysts collaborate with the people who are coming up with the questions? Like, okay, well, there's systems for that. There's You know, we, we're all looking for this thing right and so like as long as the interrogators know that before they're going in then they can help gear the conversation in a way where we get the the answers that we're looking for we're we're looking for puzzle pieces that look a certain way and so we need to know if those puzzle pieces exist and where to find them and so that's that's kind of how that works and that goes to the importance of of thinking about the questions and and how questions can can shape our reality because the answer to some of those questions could really, really change the game. Uh, were there weapons of mass destruction? I don't, I don't know. <laughs> no, um, but yeah, no. It's for for the the interpersonal side, then, and, and for yourself, if you can't ask the question, or if you are not encouraged to ask the question, then you know you you are very likely going to be accepting a false representation of what the world looks like. Um, and, and how you interact with it versus if you have the ability to do it, um, and and you're encouraged to do so. We all have the ability to, but if, if, if things like this, if there were memes out there that encouraged questioning, that encouraged introspection, that's, that to me is, that's crucial. That's way more crucial than saying, because the last part of this, I didn't even say it was, but it's exactly to the point, um the last part of the meme was, please don't shrink yourself to make people happy be yourself you're beautiful that way holy smokes <laughs> you're just you're just perfect don't you don't you don't you muss up anything on you don't you worry your little head about anything you're you're just great grand and glorious wrong, you're not, you're not good enough, man, like, you're just, you're just not, like, there's so much room between you and your potential, so much room between you, of the things that you can accomplish, and the people that you can help, and the way that you can change your life, it's, it's, it's significant, it's out of this world, it's things you don't, you couldn't even imagine, like, you couldn't even write down right now, if you wrote down what you thought your most grandiose version of life could be like you could you could go so far beyond that it's not even it, it, that line that you draw in the sand uh, to pull a line from friends. That line you're so far past the line, the line's a dot to you. I guess. <laughs> um, but that's that's the reality. That's you know the things that we can do. Anyone that's accomplished uh, amazing feats, most of the time you'll hear they have very modest upbringings, you know, uh, astronauts growing up in the middle of the country, not having any interest in science, ended up being people that go out to the space station for like 200 days. Like there's the things that you can do are, are, your mind is really the limit. And people going out there and saying you're beautiful just the way you are does not help anybody accomplish what they can. It does not help anybody get to that, that potential that is out there for them, like yeah, you're good enough to try. That should be a conversation that's so far in the past. But if we need to have it, if you need to hear that, like you are, I'm not even saying this to placate or or to to check a block. Like legitimately, you right now, you are good enough. You are good enough to to dive into whatever endeavor it is you want to do. You, I would rather have you stumble your head into the wall, fall down the hill, tumble all the way down through all of the things that you're like, I wasn't ready for this. Then to sit back and go, I don't know, man. It's just like, maybe I shouldn't do that yet. And I should just wait. Like no fall fall. Don't think about how you might fall when you do the thing. Like you're ready to fall down. Are you not ready to fall down? Like I, I am. <laughs> I know I am. I know I'm. I, there are so many things between me and my success that that and where I want to end up. There are so many things that I don't know. There are so many big problems out there that I am not aware of, or that I know of, but I don't really know. I haven't experienced them yet, and I am going to fall flat on my face. And I am so excited to do so because every time I fall, pursuing, you are going to fall down no matter what path you choose no matter what direction you go you're going to fall why not fall down doing what you're passionate about something that you love why would you fall doing anything else it doesn't make any sense i just so we just went on um we just went on a, a like a family ski snowboarding trip up to massanutten which is a, a mountain up I think we're still in Virginia, maybe it's West Virginia, I don't, I don't know, it's somewhere, it's right around here, it's like two hours away, and I snowboarded last year for the first time, really ever, you know, I'd snowboarded down like hills in Nebraska, but like nothing real, <laughs> no real slopes, No, I never skied, um, yeah, has been snowboarded, you know, a handful of times, uh, prior to, so she's got a little bit of experience, um, Audie did her first time last year with me and, and us, and then my ki- the other kids, um, they all had their first experience. So the two little skied, the two older's snowboarded, and yes, and I snowboarded, and <laughs> fun, fun, ridiculous side note, went down a black diamond. That was absurd. That was a uh, was a decision, and we went down. I'll tell you what, it was it was fun. It was fun, and I had. A lot more control than I thought I was gonna have. No, right. I didn't have a lot. <laughs> half of the mountain may have been falling. Half of it may have been have been riding, um, but it was. But it was about half, if not more so, actually up. Which, considering the slope, I'm very happy with myself. But I digress. So we went down one of the easier slopes. Once Yasmin and I, and then we and then we brought my oldest, Kalen, uh, with us. And she went down and she had already taken a couple of fall, uh, fall, a couple of hard falls in her lessons, in her like, cause we got, they all went through their, you know, this is how you snowboard. This is how you ski. And so they, she went through a couple of hard falls after the lesson and she's kind of riding the bunny slopes on her own. And she you know, she kind of ate snow a couple of times and, but she really bruised her butt. And we went we asked her like, Hey, listen, nobody's required to go up the mountain. Anyone that wants to hop on a a lift with us, like, let's do it. You know, let us know and we'll make it happen. And she said, yeah. And I was like, okay, (laughs) that's, that's what I'm talking about. Like she was in pain and she's like, I want to do it. I think I had told her during lunch, I was like, listen, you don't have to do anything you don't want to do. Like right now, like you, you got on the board you went down you took a lesson you're like you're you're going down and you keep going down and and I'm and I'm happy with that you know if you want to push it and you want to go up I just I told her I was like I guarantee you even if you're hurting right now this was at lunch so she was already in pain we were kind of addressing how we were going to take on the rest of the day I said 2 3 weeks from now and for the rest of your life you will never look back on your life and say, man, when we went snowboarding that one year, I, and I chose to go up the mountain, whatever happens, cause it hadn't happened yet. Whatever happens after that, whatever, however that story is completed, there's not going to be a part of that story that exists where you're like, I just, I probably shouldn't have done it. You know, probably shouldn't, probably shouldn't have gone up there and, and tried to go down the mountain. Like, there's there's not gonna be there's not gonna be part of you that's gonna say like oh I wish I I wish I wasn't you know I wasn't ready I really wasn't ready and they, and I really shouldn't have gone up and I, I could tell her that you know from me going down it and from me watching her on the bunny slopes, so there was nothing on it that was too much for her and so I knew that the worst case scenario is that she's gonna go down she's gonna take a couple of tumbles it's gonna hurt she's gonna have emotional reaction and we're gonna have to like very slowly grandma her down the rest of it. Uh, and, and I'll tell you what. So she took that. She took all of that in. She soaked it in. And then we went out. Um, and she said, "Yeah, you know, let's go up." And so she. So we did. We went up the ski lifts. We're talking. We're joking. We get to the top, and we start going down. And she eats it. <laughs> she lands on her butt, and she's just she's having that emotional reaction. Right, we're we're already there, and so then she gets up, and she goes again, and she falls down more, worse. Gets up, goes down, falls again worse to the point where we've gone down the first part's like real steep it kind of uh, uh drifts around to the right kind of hangs a hard right and we've gone down the, the sleepest the steepest part of it and we've rounded the right and there's kind of two le- two levels to this so there's there's a higher portion and then there's a lower portion um and it's just kind of the way that the, it it slopes and you go so they follow each other in parallel down um, until you get to the area where the lifts are again. And so we're already like halfway there, you know, we're already like halfway at the end. And it's just a matter of, you know, she's got to get down the rest, you know, like, is she going to do it? How is she going to do it? And in my head, it was no, there was no, there was no not snowboarding the rest of it. it was like she was going to do it. It was just a matter of, you know, what her attitude was going to be. <laughs> and, so, and so we sat down, we were sitting after her last, uh, wipeout and we're looking at it, and I, I had just rid, rode, ridden, snowboarded. I just boarded this part of the, the thing uh, just before lunch. And I remember with the way it was, you know, I just, I was able to give her very specific, like, hey, listen, this is the way that I did it. And I thought about it like this. You know, I keep keep pressure on the toes and heels, heels down and toes up, toes down, heels up, that kind of thing, and, and work your way through it. And I guarantee you that this part's real... It's a real pretty level, and you're going to be able to do it. And, you know, we talked through it, and it got to a point where she was like, okay. And she did it, and she got up, and she went 50, 75 feet before going down. And when she went down, it was just because she had picked up too much speed and couldn't find out, couldn't get control of the board in a way to to slow herself down. But it, was, it wasn't even that fast. The, the the wipeout there was good. She was like, she was immediately, not up on her feet, but immediately, like, sitting up and, like, thumbs up, like, yeah, I did it. And like, yes. And then she went down, and and... And we talked about it afterwards. I was like, "Hey, like, you did fantastic. That was a really good job. I'm, I'm so proud of you for for getting up and continuing to try." Because when you think about it, you know, we're on a mountain, and so there's two things that are going to happen. You're either going to go down the mountain with a smile on your face, or you're going to go down crying. Like either way, you're going down the mountain. Like there's one result. There's one direction you're going to go. Um, and so you you chose to get up and keep trying and to and to be get, giving it a good solid honest effort that you didn't necessarily have to do. And I, I was just, I was really proud of her um, for that for being willing to get up, being willing to fight through it. I ju- I think that that's sorry guys. <laughs> I think that that's. Uh, I think it's really important, man. I think it's important to to put yourself in positions that things are going to be difficult. I think it's important to get yourself uh, to a place where you're not sure of of the world around you. And I think it's really important to get you, to to be open to ask questions. You know, the minute that you stop asking yourself questions that you think you know what's going on, you've got it. Like I promise, I promise that you're missing this huge gaping aspect of reality. I love the the part of this Nako song where he says that, um, I am the master and I know nothing. I am the servant and I know something. And I just I think that that's really, I think it's really true in the sense that when you're looking to serve, um, you're not looking to be the person who is in charge. You're looking for a way to like solve problems and to make life better. If I'm trying to serve you, I'm trying to, trying to, improve your life right i'm trying to make life easier for you if i'm trying to be the master i don't care i may not necessarily care about you i care about my role i need to make sure that my master level is kept and if and if i'm questioning things how can i be considered a master if i'm if I'm looking for solutions to things that means that i don't know everything which means that i'm not the master is is a way that your brain can process that um and i i think that that's that's detrimental and I think that that can I think right now especially that's really bad if we look at ourselves in the mirror right now during during these holiday seasons say you know what I am enough I am good enough I think that this is the worst time you can do it because this is when we're most primed to to get ourselves to to do a self-assessment to do that house clean to take a look inside and, and figure out what is it that I need changed you know what what isn't working right for me right now that that could be working better at least, you know, and and let me, let me take a look at it. And, And that's why this particular thing grinds my gears. And that's why today's episode was about this is because it is not encourage housekeeping. It does not encourage growth. It encourages status quo. And for some people that's good as a mass blast out to, to humanity, to all the women out there who are aggressive, and we want you to be assertive. <laughs> Listen, just know that you're just like we talked about last week. You're walking a tightrope. I'm not saying that you need to be walking on eggshells. I'm saying that like you need to have your balances. You need to have your moorings. You need to have a central place that you go back to. And for me, and I think for most people, a real solid centralized place to go back to a central place is a place of questioning, a place of of looking at yourself and asking if what you're doing is working. And you do that best within a framework of, of goal setting that you can constantly go back to and like, okay, you know, is are these actions with these people creating the type of results that I need? No? Okay, well let me look to adjust. Versus saying, this is the way that I am and that's good. Like, no, <laughs> no, the, what is good, is accomplishing what you set out to accomplish. What is bad is not doing that. Or not at least reassessing, where you say, like, maybe that's not what we... Maybe striving for that thing wasn't the best thing. Maybe this other thing's the best thing now. But you only do that through self-assessment and through action and going out there. So I encourage you guys, look inside, ask questions. Don't accept your current status of being with with don't let that be your forever. This is not a permanent state. You know you have the ability to take action to commit to move forward. I love you guys. I really appreciate that you guys keep coming back, and and, and the show is growing. We just had great numbers, and I'm really excited about 2021. I think there's going to be a lot of great things that happen, and uh, there a lot of good new content. That's thank you for being here. Merry Christmas. Happiest new year possible. And I will see you guys on the flip side. I'll see you in 2021. Much love. Take it easy, guys.